Alright guys, I'm back. It's been a while, but welcome back to Tom Short. This is season two, episode one. We're starting a new season. We're starting off fresh. Is that it's been almost two months-ish, maybe three, since our last episode. This has been up this is officially season two, episode one of Tom Short. I am your host, Matthew Martell. As you can tell, I'm in a new um like federal like different setup. Because I'm now going solo, and my co-host, Short, a.k.a. Thomas, he's gone. Because I want to go for the solo act, plus we had a bit of a, we're kind of in, we're kind of, we have beef with each other. Like, we're kind of in an argument. So I thought, might as well go solo since we're not friends anymore. So, we are... Going solo now. I'm be, I'm actually both tall and a bit short because I'm five foot ten, which is a decent height for a fifteen year old. And how have you guys been doing? It's been too long, actually. I miss be, being a podcaster. And uh, yeah, last episode we talked about what did we talk about? Honestly, I have no idea. It's been too long, but. We're back. We are talking about a new topic today. And for all for the people who will live through the eighties and nineties, there's been a thing going for rap music, like late eighties, early nineties. And I'm talking about East Coast and West Coast rappers. And like I'm talking about like I'm mainly talking about West Coast rappers like Easy E, Ice Cube, Snoop Dogg, Tupac. Dr. Dre, um, MC Ren, basically at the five, the four dudes that said they're part of this group called rap group called NWA, and they're actually my favorite rap group of all time. And this is one of this basically is what we talking about today: eighties and nineties rap music in the West Coast. Forget what I said earlier about the East Coast. We're talking about the West Coast rapper rap music. So, what started off as as Boys in the Hood, nineteen, I believe it's nineteen eighty seven or six, when Easy E came out with a song called Boys in the Hood with their album Ruthless, and and that song is amazing by itself, and I just. I just love those rappers, but mainly the reason why I love like these songs in in person, like in like general, is because it has a good beat, and it also like talks about it also talks about what they what their life is, like in the song Easy E song, um, the boys and the boys in the hood. He has a six foe, which is a low rider. Probably people don't for people who don't know what a six four is. Um, a forty is basically an alcoholic drink. And and like there's some certain words in the song that certain people that some people don't know what they're meaning by like a six four or a forty. Or deuce deuce. A deuce deuce is a type of weapon. I'm still figuring out what a deuce deuce is in general. I just know 
it's a type of weapon and like that type of language. And not gonna lie, once you hear a lot more, you start to get the lyrics going. Like you start singing the lyrics a lot more. And um, it's like catching on to me. I can sing that song by myself without the song playing. It's just a good song for me because I just like that one song so much. Whenever I go to school, I go on the bus and I just put on my rap playlist. The first song that comes on is Boys in the Hood and I just start mouthing the words underneath my mask. It's just such a good song. <laughs> and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's basically what I'm starting off with, Boys in the Hood. So, so if you don't know what NWA stands for, I ain't gonna say it because I ain't racist. But it stands for N word with N words with attitude. I'm not gonna say it though, because I ain't racist or anything, and we're not trying to be racist. All I'm saying is it's just a people with attitude. People with attitude. That's all I'm saying. And and what and how NWA started is with that one song, Boys in the Hood. And a manager by the name of by the name of Jerry Heller, he actually he actually helped out Easy E to be to start the NWA group, and they've he's done some good things for them, but later in the podcast I'm gonna explain why why like he's not a good person for that one specific rap group so basically they made a lot of songs end of way in their time let they came out with straight out compton f the police gangsta gangsta which those three songs are my favorite dope man eight ball um Express yourself. That's one's a good one too. They they came out a whole good bunch of good songs. Those are just a few of their songs. And um, when when um, they started to become popular, the one song, and they they got on, they went on tour. In the eighties, like I think it was nineteen eighty eight, they went on tour. And then, and then they did a whole bunch of concerts and everything. And they had a whole bunch of parties, and they had this whole bus, bus, and then they would just party on the bus, and they would talk. And then the rapper Dr. Dre, um, his brother during the, during the, uh, um, during the tour, sorry, during the tour, his brother Tyree. Um, Dr. Dre's real name is Andre. I still have to figure out their last names. I know some of their names in the group, except I just don't know some of their last names. So Dr. Dre's brother lost hit, uh, was um, killed in a fight, I think. Yeah, it was in a fight. His neck was broken in 1989. So they did their tour, I think. So they did, they did their tour in 1989. Sorry, my facts are wrong. I'm still learning about this. They're, so his neck was broken in an attack, and 
Dre found out because of his mom. And that really broke his heart because um, his brother Tyree looked up to Dr. his brother Andre. And it's just a it's just a emotional time. Plus you're like on tour on in a, like with the with your friends and you're like having fun and everything until you get until the bear of bad news comes in and like something bad happens and it's just a horrible thing. Just just even like just like even like listen like get like notice from but they, they all recovered, and uh, actually, before before um, the death of Ty of Doctor J's brother, the FBI reached out to NWA before they went to the next concert and told them not to play the certain song "F the Police" in one of their in one of their um, concerts. And, and like, they're like, oh, they're scared of us. And they take advantage of that, because it's NWA. What are you going to do about it? So, so basically, the concert happened in Detroit. And what happened was, they... Played the con- they played the song until until I until a police officer shot their gun backstage and and actually they got arrested they actually got arrested because of that so, and um it's actually kind of like a ballsy move of NWA to do that because they got a threat from the FBI saying not to. Oh, wait, never mind. It wasn't gunshots. It was actually police set off fireworks to sow chaos. Because I'm looking at this website and um, GQ, GQ.com. Um, yeah, they are just looking up stuff right now, but GQ, GQ.com says it wasn't gunshots that caused the widespread panic. According to the group's inner circle, police set off fireworks to sow chaos to make it sound like actual gunshots. And it was during the summer of 1989. And it was like, it was like in a concert in Detroit and they were doing the song at the police and they made th- some 30 seconds of the song before apparent gunshots went off in the crowd at Joe Louise arena prior to that ice cube, Dr. Dre, easy E and the rest of the had played their signatures anthem exactly one time on stage at the celebrity theater in Anaheim to previous spring, the, the previous spring. So basically their tour went on for a long time. They went all over the place. The group heard gunshots. The gr- the group heard the shots. I'm I'm doing like these like quotation fingers shots, and they ran like they ran because they actually made a movie about the NW called Straight Outta Compton. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. I actually watched that movie five times yesterday because why not? It was a Saturday and I was bored, so I was gonna watch it. And I was playing Among Us because you know. They ran. Okay, so this is how I saw it in the movie. Apparent gunshots went off from the back of the stage. Um, the police moved in on them. 
all of the group ran backstage and tried to get out until the police intercepted them and they arrested them because of that because of that incident and this is actually a qu- quote from DJ Yella <clears throat> they were all running together getting caught and getting thrown because they had like a big old police van waiting for them to get thrown in and they actually didn't get arrested. They, they ended up getting a ticket for $100. That's from DJ Yellow. So basically, Ice Cube in the movie, he says, this NWA, we do what the F we want to do. We say what the F we want to say. And almost everyone in the crowd, because Ice Cube told everyone to put their middle fingers in the sky, Oh, and like everyone in the crowd did it except for the cops that were blending in the crowd. And sorry about the commotion. And um, and they were singing the song for thirty seconds because they sang it really fast. Because in the song, it goes about medium speed, but they did like fast paced singing. And then all of a sudden, you hear the the quotation mark quotation fingers, gunshots in the back, and they just run. And yeah, you know what happened next. And after, no, oh. so it's basically a mixture between fireworks, cherry bombs, or firecrackers, because they can all create big commotion if you're like in a public space. And like the cops did that just so that way, they um like they just freak them out. And after that. They um they actually went to a press conference and one of the reporters asked if they if they were not gonna play if they're not gonna if they're not gonna play that song again and they're like nope we're gonna keep continue continue doing our thing and they did their thing and they were coming it was coming to a near end of the uh, of the tour and Ice Cube hold on I gotta figure out what his actual name is. What is Ice Sorry, Ice Cube. So Ice Cube's real name is Oshia Jackson. So, so Ice Cube went to go confront um, Jerry, and he actually figured out that Jerry's screwing with them, and he they he decided to leave the group NWA and go solo. So after that, after the tour, Ice Cube left, and he went on a solo career. And um, the, the pr- people who want who actually worked with NWA, the like the people, the person who wanted to work with them, he actually wanted to get the money. Because it was his money, because he worked hard. And yes, I get it. You worked hard and you deserve the money. Like, you actually do. Because if you're working hard and you own a lot of those songs in your group, you should be getting the money twice as many of the money you should be getting. Because you, you work. Excuse me. You should be working your whole. You worked a lot of time just to get that one song or that multiple songs going. Because. 
DJ Yella and Dr. Dre were the guys who created the sounds and like the beats and everything for the songs. Easy, MC Ren, and Ice Cube were the singers, but mainly Ice Cube was a writer for those songs. And um, Easy and Jerry were the ones that actually paid for those songs, so that way they can be become popular and everything. And um, after that, Ice Cube went solo, and he actually made a song with a little bit of diss for NWA. It's actually called, wait, what's it called? It's called The Person You Love. If you search up Straight Outta Compton playlists, like music from the motion picture on Apple Music or Spotify or anything else you listen to, the actual songs will be there. And, um, and like, you'll see what I'm talking about. Like, like the song he made is The Person You Love. A little bit of diss in this song. Yeah, that's that's basically it. Here, I'm gonna play a slither of it. I'm gonna play a slither of it because I don't want to get copyrighted. All right, that's it. 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 Shut up. All right. So that was, just, that was a small flavor of what that was. Also, if you wanna. Know what I'm talking about for F the police. Um, I'm gonna play. Actually, no. Just search up the just search up the playlist, and all will be there. Well, I was just showing you a, a small piece of that of what I was talking about. Now the beat's good, the song's good, but I don't think that the 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 rivalry between Ice Cube and um, N.W.A. should have happened. I feel like they should have been at peace, but Jerry. Heller just wanted it different, and Easy E, and like Eric Eric Wright is a Eric Eric wanted that same with Jerry, and then and then yeah, that's basically how it happened with Easy. Like he started following up with Jerry, and Dr. Dre was like getting like all like sus of him, like, and then he interrogates Easy. Actually, no, before I interrogate, it's easy. Um, DLC, AK, hold on. D, hmm. DLC, he's, DLC is basically a person who works with NWA. He got in an accident, and then, and then, um, he's, and then he basically want he, she and Dre left the group after Dre interrogated Easy, and then after Dre left, he started working with the group. He He worked with Death Row Records, and he basically created The Chronic. He he basically created a, a, a lot of good songs. Like, my favorite album by him is The Chronic, which has a lot of good songs in there. And, um, like, the song's actually called... Hold on. Yeah, the album's called The Chronic, and the song's called Nothing But A G Thing, and it has Snoop Dogg in it, and... 
as you know, Snoop Dogg, he's amazing. <clears throat> and he started, he worked, and he worked with, um, he worked with, um, I'm sorry, I'm just, I've been talking a lot, so, just, yeah. After, since he's working with Death Row Records, he's been creating a lot of songs. Ice Cube, he's been creating a lot of songs by himself since he went solo. So now it's Easy, MC Ren, and DJ Yellow by themselves with Jerry. And then, and then, the unfortunate incident happened in 1991. The Rodney King incident. Multiple officers shown on video beating Rodney King. And then, and um, that basically incited a lot of people. And once they got caught on tape, they they knew that they were gonna be screwed. And they did their thing. And then once NWA came up with a new album in the nine in the nineties, ninety one, I believe so. One of them was dis was a diss track against Ice Cube, so he decided to create a song called No Vaseline, which is a very, 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 very like hard diss track on N.W.A. And and it was like intense because of their rivalry. Dre didn't have anything. Dre and D.O.C. had nothing to do with it. It was just a rival between N.W.A. and Ice Cube. And he actually dissed. Dre in that song too because he didn't know that he he didn't know that he left at the time and he was he thought he was still with them and then Easy had all these parties in the nineties and and then yeah they was just intense between those two and then Dre started working with Tupac with with Death Row Records Creating those good songs, and I, it was 1992. Those officers are caught on camera beating Rodney King. They were counted not guilty, like a clean. It was like a clean sweep, not guilty, and that incited the Los Angeles riots of 1992. There is a lot of going on with. Like people like breaking windows, lighting cars on fire. People actually abandoned their cars because of that. And like cops were in like full on military style gear. And it was just intense. That it was all intense in that in that one year because of what happened. It was basically twenty twenty, except the riots were not even that bad, except for the states. Because the United States went all mad because of the death of George Floyd and that cop. <clears throat> so they went all like, um, like, right, like someone on riots, others did peaceful protests. Um, cops shut the protests down, which made them more mad, which made them riot more. And yeah, there's just a lot of things happened with 1992 and. and 2020 it's kind of similar but it was 1990 it, now it's 1993 easy starting to losing his house because yes because he's 
money's going down. NWA isn't doing so good. Jerry's doing Jerry things to screw over Easy. Easy has a girlfriend. Ice Cube has a girlfriend. Um, Dre, I think he had a girlfriend in 93. And then he's Easy started again dizzy and like coughing a lot because he had this infection called HIV slash H, which basically shuts down a certain organ in your body, which fights off a bunch of like um like diseases, and he's and he didn't go see a doctor at all until I think it was ninety four because he kept on coughing, more coughing and like getting sick and everything. It was ninety four. He went to go see a doctor, and then he was told he has HIV and AIDS, which is a very bad thing because. It's a very serious thing with AIDS because a lot of people, like singers, got it. Because Freddie Mercury, the leader of Queen, is a, they're a rock group from the 70s and I think early 80s. No, they were a rock group in the 80s, 90s, and he died of AIDS. And it was 93 when the people of Death Row Records start like and more like started using gray to party and everything and he got mad because tupac was making california love in the room next door when they're partying and it was they were like like banging and everything like banging on walls and like making loud noises while they're recording and then and then he still worked with Death Row Records, except um, they just they just grew distance apart and kept on working with Tupac and everything like that, everyone like that. And then '94, it was late '94. Easy, I think he went into a coma. Easy got really more sick, and then and then unfortunately he died March 26 of 1995. And he, um, every single one of his fans, basically, they they kept on sending him phone calls and everything. And he sent a letter, and Easy actually sent, to his, sent a letter to his friend to tell each and every one of his fans to not, like, mess with, like, serious things and everything like like with AIDS and everything and it's a HIV AIDS is bad in general like if you're gonna have like if you're gonna like do something with another person just always be protected because it just doesn't happen between two gay people it also can happen between heterosexual people to like two people having heterosexual fun in the bedroom and it's sad because Unfortunately, a lot of people died from HIV and AIDS, and it's and there's actually some sort of like cure type of thing that's like can slow down the HIV or AIDS, whatever you want to call it, like today to have a, to live a longer life. And they recently made that, and that wasn't available in the '90s and '80s. Plus, when they found out that he had AIDS, it was like strong, 
like those like like really strong aids. So this is the infamous story of NWA and how they became one. So this is the end of season two, episode one. I honestly miss being a podcaster. Honestly, miss. Um, but I just miss making this for you guys in general because I like talking about things. Like today, we talked about rap music in the eighties and nineties, specifically NWA and, and everyone like that. Ne- I think probably next time we're gonna be talking about the East Coast, Biggie Smalls, aka the Notorious B.I.G. And the Wu Tang Clan, and yeah, it's honest, guys. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. So this has been tall and short. I'm tall, but I'm also short. Um, I'm I'm gonna probably gonna go solo for a while until I find a new partner. And yeah, thank you guys for listening in. Thank you for being here, taking your time out of your day to listen to me talking about random topics and this topic was good today i enjoyed this topic so yeah this has been tall and short so yeah (laughs) i I figure i gotta figure out an intro and an outro but yeah this has been tall and short so bye guys